Welcome to the Bible Belt Bros Podcast, featuring Andrew and Dusty. <laughs> Too early, Dusty. <laughs> Too early. Well, good morning, Andrew. It is 7.30 in the morning, our time. It's way Whatever early. time it is that you decide to listen, your time. I just went to bed, or just woke up. Uh, went to bed here. That's because you're a little kid, Andrew. You play video games all night. That's true. And I'm jealous. Arc is life. I only get to do that like on Friday night. The wife goes to bed and the headphones come on. Well, I always started watching TV with my family last night and then I fell asleep. And then I woke up and then I came in here. <laughs> uh, if it was me, I would just stay to sleep. I should have. Well, at least this morning we both have our coffees. We're ready to go get started on the day. My My wife has just had a coffee explosion you know thing in our house where she's buying all these different chemex and whatever stuff you know i'm getting lattes in the morning now none of this cheap folgers crap folgers is actually pretty good i like it i mean it's all right if i have lots of you know chocolate with that creamer creamer oh yeah you like that foo-foo crap don't you? <laughs> Well, in like Folgers coffee, like I don't need it in this coffee. Like it's the coffee tastes really. Is good. that actual coffee? What is that? It's uh, coffee and milk. Did she make the little flour for you? No, she didn't know how to do that yet. We don't really have like the best. Uh, what is that? A steamer? Like right. she just has like a little tiny mix. She heats up the milk in a microwave and has like a little tiny mixer to mix it. Oh well, I mean that's. She's spending a lot of time on it. That's the home method of it. That's good. But it's kind of like I live in a coffee house right now where I but I get to wake up and because I'm lazy, I wake up to the smell of bacon and coffee being made. <laughs> I roll out of bed and there's a cup waiting for me. At least I could eat bacon. Uh, yep. It's, did you convert over when you were in Afghanistan? I did. <laughs> you no. don't eat bacon anymore. Just uh, an allergy I have to it. <laughs> so, speaking of coffee. Okay. Nice segue, Andrew. That's right. Uh, I'm actually sitting here drinking coffee from my Starbucks cup, which is kind of ironic. Yeah. Cause, um, ironic. Yeah, because uh, I'm boycotting Starbucks. I don't know if you, I don't yeah, know but if you don't I have to boycott their cups. You can still advertise for them. <laughs> yeah, well, I ne- it never leaves the house. So, <laughs> it's not doing much advertising. So if you're like really like against certain types of sins, as long as you do it, like if you're in the house, if you're like against homosexuality and you're mad because of the beauty and the beast movie where people are mad because there's a gay character in there. Oh, I didn't know that. As long as they watch it in their house. Thanks for ruining it. It's fine. Dude, the whole movie's about a woman who falls in love with an animal like bestiality. (laughs) Yeah. So come on. (laughs) Yeah. But but it's okay as long as you watch it inside your own house. No, (laughs) see, like. You can be against homosexuality, but as long as you do it in your own house, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's different, Andrew. (laughs) Yeah. In your own house, it's okay. So you can be a homosexual in your house. You're drinking out of a Starbucks cup. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, Drinking out of a Starbucks cup, you know, I'm boycotting them. I don't know if I've told you multiple reasons, not just one. Uh, Does it have to do with Donald Trump? Actually, no. Yeah. I mean, I could go there with, you know, Starbucks being a super liberal company and all. But no, uh has nothing to do with Trump. 
It has to do with, uh, one, their um, stance on traditional marriage. And they said, and the statement that they made that if you support traditional marriage, they don't want your business. business. So I said, okay, I'll take you up on that deal. That's too easy. I don't want to pay eight bucks for a black coffee, anyways. Not when your wife can make it in every morning for you. You don't need to go to Starbucks. Not when I eat like caribou coffee better than Starbucks coffee. And the only way for you to get caribou around here is through a K cup through your Keurig. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is them hiring the 10,000 refugees rather than 10,000 veterans. Well, I thought I'm – that's what I thought I meant when I said Donald Trump was – because that was just a reaction to Trump's policy when he first yeah. came out. Yeah, right. Which is kind of what I figured you meant, but I didn't know if you were going that route or going with the uh, their liberal policy route. No. And them not liking Trump because Trump's really sort of Republican. <laughs> I mean, kind of Republican for the last umpteen years. He was a Democrat. Then he wants to run for president. He becomes a Republican. So, I mean, his children didn't even get registered as Republicans in time to vote for him in the primaries. In the yeah, so it's like really still that, won. That shows that the entire family was Democrats until he decided to change. And run for president. Anyway, so um, I digress from Trump because Trump's my president. Go back to the Starbucks thing. You know, for the, those two reasons, and I'm sure there's more because I don't agree with them politically. Uh, I'm boycotting Starbucks. And I don't know if you've heard of, you know, that veteran owned coffee company that said Starbucks will hire 10,000. Veterans, don't worry, we'll do it. Which and, and that's not Starbucks didn't come out saying. The thing that is, I've never heard of that coffee company, so I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, can they hire ten thousand? You never heard of Black Rifle Coffee Company? No. All yeah. right, well, this actually uh, is going to segue us into our uh, uh, show quite well. However, I'm not done talking about Starbucks. <laughs> All right, well, finish your stupid thought. Okay, so. I'm not saying Starbucks said that they wouldn't hire 10,000 veterans because, matter of fact, they've hired 8,000 in the last two, three years. Because a couple years ago, they did say they would hire 10,000 veterans. And right now, they're ahead of schedule. They've hired 8,800. So they only need to hire 1,200 more to complete their promise. However, Starbucks, what you did wrong is you, there are, yeah, you hired 10,000, but guess what? There's still probably 100,000 more veterans without jobs. And, Instead of focusing on your anti-Trump policies, you should have focused on your veterans. There's no reason that you need to uh, come out and say, you know, I'm, we're going to hire 10,000 refugees when there's still thousands upon thousands of homeless veterans and homeless, not just even veterans, homeless Americans. Focus on America. Focus on your country. Fix your problems here. Don't bring somebody else's problems here and try to fix them. America, dang it. That's a liberal policy right there. Hey, let's bring everybody else in and, and let's give them all the money, but screw America. Do you think that they said we're going to hire 100 refugees because they know that under 10,000 10, 10, refugees that they know that under Trump, it won't we're not going to have 10,000 refugees in there to the country? I think so. And it was just, <laughs> it's an empty promise that, the, that they can blame Trump for. That's the. Uh, 
the funny thing about it. I, I guess it just came out about like tax returns for 2015 for Donald Trump. They're going through those. You know, he released them. Oh, did he finally? He said he would. Well, Rachel Maddow was going through them. Something like that. So I, I, I assume that she would release it. It was like all on Twitter last night. But but there was something like he's paid more money in taxes than like uh, Bernie Sanders and Barack Obama. <laughs> like, so. Oh, yeah. He's probably paid more in taxes than those guys made combined. Yeah, and they're, they're, they were all saying that he was not paying any taxes. And that's and that all stems kind of from the statement he made, he made where he got called out on using tax loopholes. And he said, they're not loopholes. They're there. Uh, I'm just not smart enough to take advantage of them. Exactly. And he said, don't be mad at me because I'm smart enough to take advantage of those. He said, you guys can too. Taxes are just stupid. Oh, hey, I learned how to take advantage of some this year. I started a business last year. Technically. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's one thing I heard, and I've never really known how to do it. But everybody, whether or not you have a legit business, everybody can have an LLC or something that they can – Make some money part time doing. Well, now, now, just now. enough to write some stuff. I wouldn't up. go there, Dusty. <laughs> IRS code states it has to be a legit business. Well, that's just money laundering. That's what I mean. There's, there's things that you get paid for. Like if you get paid for babysitting, you can, right. you can create a babysitting business instead of just collecting. But you wouldn't want to do that because if you don't make over eight hundred dollars, you don't have to report it to the IRS. But Whatever. if you, okay, if you create it. your own business, you have to report to the IRS. Forget it. Come cool. on, Dusty. Did I just start off by saying, I don't know how to use yeah. it? <laughs> so that means anything else I can say, you can't make fun of because oh, I, still I just started with the point of I don't know what I'm talking about. I can't, especially when you do your hand <laughs> thing, Dusty. Shut your mouth. We just talked about Beauty and the Beast. I can And Fufu Coffee. Coffee. I can but this hang isn't my your, wrist however I want to hang my wrist. But Dusty, this is not your house. You cannot do the homosexual thing in somebody else's house. But if you – never mind. <laughs> <laughs> if you join in, then that's no, – now you. it's in your house. <laughs> I don't know. No, thank you, Dusty. I'm, All right. Not so Black Rifle Company. Black but Rifle why Company. Were, you were wanting to talk about them today. What was your deal? All right. So – Transitioning off Starbucks, and you know I may you may spark me up on something. I may come back to that, but let's oh, go into don't. Black Rifle Company. Okay, they are a veteran-owned company, and they're uh, pretty. They've got pretty big. Where they're at? Where are they? I believe they are Words out are of. Hard. <laughs> where are they out of? It's because of how early it is, and uh, I don't know why I agreed to do it in the morning, but uh, let the and, record show. I did say I could come over last night. Uh, yeah. And um, I should have, but I did not. So, all right. <laughs> they are, I want to say they're out of Arizona. I'm on their website right now. I can't find out where they're out of, but I'm pretty sure they are out of Arizona. Okay. So, long story short, I don't know where they're from. Well, I'm, uh, I'm actually on their Twitter, Andrew, because all of those facts on Twitter are real. And it says that Salt Lake City, Utah is. Okay, yeah. That okay. actually sounds right. Uh, you said Arizona. Right. So. I said <laughs> so I don't you know. Can't, you can't <laughs> but I said I don't know. <laughs> so you can just say whatever you want to say after you say. But yeah. I said I don't know. That so, was my reasoning. And when I said I don't know, it means you can't make fun of me anymore. <laughs> Shut up, Andrew. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm on their Twitter, and they have that post pinned about uh, spread the word. Our goal is 10,000 veterans hired. 
Right. And this company got started. Uh, I just read the little profile on how I got started. And it, it started by 100% owned veterans. And this guy was in Iraq. And between missions, he would just work on his gun skills, gun shooting skills, and his coffee making skills. Because those things go hand in hand. In the Army, they do. Yeah, matter of fact, in the Army, you what's called a, a ranger shot. You do ranger shots, shots, and it's literally a small package of coffee straight into your mouth, and you use it like t- chewing tobacco. You tuck it in your lip, and you get caffeine continuously, nice. and that works. And it's actually not disgusting. You would think having uh, coffee grounds in your mouth is disgusting. It wasn't, actually. I wonder if I can order some of this stuff online and make some black rifle coffee at my house. You should. They're in uh, high demand right now because of this whole Starbucks thing. And so it says that your order will be delayed in up to two weeks. So anyways, blackriflecoffee.com. If anybody is listening and wants to check them out, amazing organization that has vowed to hire 10,000 veterans. What got me on this is uh, I was at the hospital the other day because one of our best friends, Dusty, was having a baby. Yes, sir. Uh, And I was there talking to his baby mama's dad. I want to call him his future father-in-law, but (laughs) I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. And he's a veteran. And he told me that he was interested in starting a franchise, Black Rifle Company franchise. That's cool. And then I just, something clicked. And I was like, I want a Black Rifle Coffee Company franchise. <laughs> so I went over to... So you're going to the, steal his idea. Well, I mean, sorry, Lee, but if you're not going to jump... A, it's not an original idea. But. Right. If you're not going to jump on it, dude, I will. Anyways, I so I went over to their franchise information page. Mm-hmm. And due to high volume... They had taken the page down. I was oh, like, dang. Man. Anyways, so while sad. I was just talking to you, I pulled it back up, and it is back up. So I'm going to put in a request today. One of their posts says, it's Friday night. Drink responsibly, or at least make sure he or she is hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. There's going to be uh, I don't know if you want to go on their Facebook or their Twitter, because... Don't you like not want to know that you're trying to start a franchise so nobody else tries to start a franchise? No, I don't care. I, I want a black rifle in this area. I don't care if I start it, you start it, my next door neighbor starts it. I don't give a crap. I just want one. Can I? I can't start it because I'm not a veteran. That'd be weird. I mean, you could front the money. You did I mean, just I play sell Call a of Duty, but I'm not a veteran. You did just sell a company. You did just give me a Battlefield One yeah. on Xbox One. Thanks, Andrew. You're welcome. Happy early birthday. So I know I'm your birthday is not till October, but... I'm a veteran. A, a veteran <laughs> Battlefield player? World War II veteran, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> World War II. So, so I've seen I've seen the, the call of the Battlefield. I've answered that call. Do you have PTSD now, now Dusty? <laughs> now I'm ready to uh, start a coffee company. <laughs> wow. All right. This just got... I need to go put my... Crap kickers on. <laughs> Sometimes I really wish I cussed. I mean, I don't, but I do. Because I could ex- express myself, you know, more um, vibrantly if I cussed. 
But sometimes when you cuss, it makes you sound stupider. Which is why I don't cuss. However, stupider. You, you lose your point of the argument that you're right. trying to make. Which is why I don't curse. I uh, I know there's more educated words to get my point across. Like frick. <laughs> I actually say frick a lot on Xbox. So, like, that's Christian cuss words, man. Like... What about Mother What's, Trucker? Is there a difference between a Christian cuss word and a cuss and word? a regular cuss word? Because you're saying them for the same reasons, right. for the same reactions. It's not the same reactions. Actually, it's the opposite reaction because people laugh at you. If I say fudgestickles, right? People laugh at you. It kind of uses defuses a situation when you do that. My dad used to say that all the time. Yeah. See just found out it's racist <laughs> and you just it was a racist christian cuss word and you just said it on our show way to be racist on our show dusty. all right anyways let's get back to our point dusty fine whatever i, I don't, don't know what the point this is. is not house church where we chase rabbit trails uh you go to the wrong house church bro we don't chase rabbit trails oh i'm sure you guys do hmm? you can't make assumptions of oh, something I can. you've never been to i'm making an okay. assumption and it's done you know the assumption in our house church or people who actually gone is, wow, I'm learning a lot more. I'm applying a lot more. Like This is really good. Anyways. So you're making an assumption I don't learn. You just said you don't learn. You just chase rabbit trails at your house church. I still learn, though. It just takes me a minute to get there because we're chasing rabbit trails. <laughs> Continue, Andrew. Where was I going? I already forgot. That's part of that combat thing. Oh, that was a great thing. conversation, Andrew. Thanks for bringing that to the table today. I know we were talking about Black Rifle Coffee Company. Oh! I was going to move us into our um, topic of the day. Should Christians support Christian companies? No. <laughs> I mean, sometimes no. I don't want to. Here's my thought on it is when you support Christian companies, typically that Christian company is going to be has a a broader outlook on the company. They don't want to just make money. They're not trying they're they're trying to do good with it also. Wait, just because it's Christian owned doesn't mean they're not trying to I'm make money. I'm just saying that a Christian owned should that should be their heart and you would know that that's their heart. There's other companies that do more. Uh, that's just my I mean, my my first thought is a Christian local Christian company should be a company that's all about the community and the people around them. And okay, let me ask you. When you first started Inqua, before it got bought out by the last owner, were you more focused on the community or were you focused on making them dollar? Well, my original plan for Inkwell was Inkwell would be a way that I could be doing ministry Okay. and not have to work in a church. You know what I mean? Like, right. That was going to be like my catalyst or my funding, basically, was the original idea of Inkwell was I would be able to build a company and then do um, ministry, support ministries through it. So, yes, the answer is yes. Okay. So Did yeah. it work out? No. And so then it came about the buck? Then it came out, I just need to get out of it. But you're still in it. But I'm not. Owner. I'm not an owner. Like it's not like that part of it. Just what the partnerships weren't working out for me. Gotcha. Like, just, I didn't have enough skin in the game. 
Like that reality was never going to be there. It has to. It would have to like profit a million dollars a year. All right. Next thing. You, next time you start a business, Dusty, and somebody else funds it, but they're not gonna work it. You need to get a fifty-fifty contract. I need to get a. It. I need to get a written contract. Yes, but not just a written contract, a 50-50 contract. Last time you did what, 20%, 30%? It was a 50 first handshake. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just get into writing next time, dude. Anyways, you, learn, um, you just sold a company, and I'm wanting to start a coffee business. I know. Or, I'm, I'm wanting to buy a house. That's like plan one, buy a house, like. Hey, if Do you have a company, you wine. show uh, investments, uh, which still takes your – they take that in consideration too. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I am looking at possible future changes or what to do. So we'll just see You know, in the next year or so. We'll see where I'm at. Okay, so let's go back to this Christian-owned business supporting him. Okay, so scenario – I can't really get behind the whole supporting of the Christian. You can't? No. Like, I don't think we should just go buy stuff because it's a Christian company. Well, no, I can't get behind it because, all right, you and I are business partners. You're a Christian. I'm not. I put up 100% of the money. I I own 99.9% of the business, but I give you 0.1% of the business just so I can say I'm a Christian-owned company. I mean, I don't know if you're a truly Christian-owned well, that's, company. That's different. That's not, I mean, I guess that's what do you define Christian-owned. I mean, I, I know. I, okay, like I would so say, like, Hobby if I, Lobby, had a, if I had a relationship with an owner of a company who I knew was Christian and their heart was good, I'm going to support them, even if it's okay. Yeah. Well, even at that, I will support you before I go support, you know, Joe Blow down the street. I'm not just going to go buy from a company because they have a Jesus fish somewhere on their logo. Right. Which, now, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm not talking about I know you, and I'm going to use you over Joe Blow down the street. I'm talking, you're looking at Yelp.com or Google, and you're just looking for a company, and they say, Christian-owned. Should we support that company? And I can't get behind that because I don't know if it's truly Christian-owned or if dude just gave some dude 0.1% of the company so that technically he's an owner now. So I would say you just do some research. Well, you can't on your own. Like you can like learn about what the company does. You can learn about the the about us of the owners. You no. Know. Yeah, but I can fluff all that stuff too, Dusty. And a, a good salesman is going to tell you what you want to hear, which means yeah, I'm a Christian man. I go to church every Sunday. When in reality, they haven't been in church in 18 years. So going to the church is what makes you a Christian? Uh, no, but it does help. <laughs> I'll get in that topic right now, Dusty. No. You don't believe it, but I believe it, that you need the church as a whole. I believe you need the church. Yes. But not as a whole. You believe the church as a body. I don't believe... I I believe the church as a whole, in which the building is included in that. I don't believe that one hour a week, 52 hours a year, if you're a 100% attender... Is going to change your life or change your world or change people around you? I don't know. Well, I can't say it changed my life because yes, there's my good, life was there's, there's positive things that you can get out of it. There's good motivations and stuff you can get out of a Sunday morning, but you can't just stop there. 
you can't stop there. But at the same time, you can't give 90%, up. But 90%, 100% of your budget and your salary and your focus as a church as a whole, you know, is for that hour service and not for anything else, that's where I think we fall apart. I know, and I agree. Well, I mean, we went over to pagan Christianity about all that. The bad guy but, here, but you can't give up just because you don't agree with it. You can't give up on it, bro. Because if you're I'm not, not there, to, on, if uh, you're not baby. making the or if you're not taking your opportunity to make a change, then it's always going to be the same, bro. That's what I was saying. I am making so a change. We are the rebel you're not making alliance. a change with a whole. You're making a change. You you kind of got, and I'm not saying this what you did, but it so what it you, looks what like is, is you start a church. You got a hit. You threw a hissy fit and you broke off. I didn't throw a hissy. I know. Fit. I I just said this isn't what you did, <laughs> but this is what it looks like you did. You threw a hissy fit and broke off. Yeah. So now you affect yeah you and your wife and your uh well some of your friends, but this whole congregation over here of. You know, a couple hundred, they don't know what happened. They just know, oh, hey, Dusty's not here anymore. But I am there once a week on stage. Well, no, once a month. Once a month on stage. The other three weeks, everybody's like, oh, no, Dusty's like, you know how many questions I get asked every week? Where's Dusty? Where's Dusty? I'm like, is he serving? Yeah, but you also know how many times I talk to that person is just, hey, man, how the Packers doing? Sweet. See you next week. That's, that's your not meaningful really. That's your thing, bro. That's your thing. <laughs> hey, I keep in touch with people in your house church. Why can't you keep in touch with people? Actually, these aren't even people in my house church. <laughs> hey, Dusty, I'm going to digress off that because that is not what I want to talk about. You always end up digressing off stuff. I know, because that is not what I want to talk stick about. Stick to your point, man. I can't. Stick I got to squirrel up here and I got to chase rabbit holes because that's what my house church does. <laughs> Back to the... That's how you take it back to the beginning, Andrew. You start over your point. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Jesus. <laughs> and, and supporting Christian-owned companies. Yeah, you can get on their website. You can tr- do all this research. But in the end, I'm sorry. I just You I, don't have to shop at a company just because it's Christian. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I can't get behind that. But, you it's know, like there's so many people. It's like supporting Christian athletes. Like that thing. Hey, I support Tim Tuo. Tim, like okay, Tim, so Tim, Tim Tebow, Tebow he's to the real me, deal. he's the re- real deal. But yeah. there's Steph Curry, there's Kevin nope. Durant. Nope. Kevin Durant paraded on stage at Life Church, and now he goes to. Well, okay, no, let's go to that. He paraded on on stage at Life Church, and the very next day, he's cussing on his Facebook. Like you know, you're a role model so for if you kids. Cuss, you're not a Christian. Oh, I don't see how you. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not gonna say you can't be, but yeah, but definitely the Bible not. does literally say. Do not use foul language. Does it, does it say that? Yes, it does. It do not use the Lord's name thing. No, it says foul language. Cursing. It's in the New Testament at that. Okay, don't you don't have. Oh, to I'm it looking up. it up. I'm. I'll believe you. Whatever. But I agree. He was on Live Church, and then his lifestyle doesn't match this persona. Ephesians 4:29. Do not use foul language. Let everything you say be good and helpful, so that the words mm-hmm. you will. So that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Testify, baby. Boom. Testify. Oh, dang it! I didn't have a catchphrase after that. <laughs> goes the dynamite. There, goes, thank you. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. What a freaking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> words are hard, Andrew. <laughs> they are, especially this early in the morning when you only got a couple hours sleep. So supporting, like we always, and I did this as a kid, try to find that Lord. 
please let the team that has the best Christians on them win the Super Bowl this year. You right. Know, like, those are the kind and of by the way, that's I my team. Had. <laughs> yeah. In, well, usually that was I didn't say that for until after my team lost. And then after that, it was like, I just want to root for whatever team has the best Christians on it. You know, whatever the team that, you know, has the quarterback that loves Jesus. Right? You know, just those right. kind of things. And you hear it all the time, like, I thank God, I thank Jesus. You know, um, you don't hear Jesus as much, but you hear a lot of thank God, man upstairs, stuff like that. But, you know, we, we try to rally behind these athletes like they're not human, I guess. Right. And, like they're crusaders. Yeah, and really, Tim Tebow has been the only guy who's been the re- real deal, like success or failure. He's been the same, and right. so yeah, I still draft Tim Tebow in my fantasy leagues whenever he's available. Just I gotta have a little Jesus on my team, man. <laughs> like, I'll take him as the last pick. I mean, it must work because you win. I do a win. lot. I do win a lot. I'm gonna have to draft Tim Tebow next year. <laughs> I'm gonna so, have to do a baseball draft so I can draft him. <laughs> right. And so I don't know, like I, but I've been that way as a kid, you know, just trying to like find. And I think because as a Christian, sometimes the things you typically do are not as cool or as fun, quote unquote, as hip, as hip, you know, because they're Christian, you know, like they're not as much drinking, partying, all that kind of stuff. You're you're more of a cleaner lifestyle. And so when you, you want to rally behind, like, this guy's cool, and he's a Christian, so I can be cool because I'm a Christian. I, I feel like that's some of the, the thought process behind that. So would that be a bandwagon Christian? I think that would be a Christian that wants worldly acceptance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, you're right. But we, we do that a lot. We, we try to rally behind these guys that are going to fail. Which it's funny because we're idolizing a Christian, and the Bible tells us do not idolize anything, or God just says, you know, do not put any idols before me. Yet we're putting Christian, quote unquote, Christian athletes before God. Yeah. Right? You root on that athlete more than you root on God. We cheer for him more than we cheer for Jesus. By the way, did you see Westbrook last night? Dude. Sorry, God, but when. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of idols, Westbrook, another triple double. He had the Brooklyn Nets home crowd chanting MVP for him last night. Yeah, he has everybody in the NBA chanting MVP for him, except for the Warrior fans. Except for the NBA, who's voting on the MP- MVP race. Right. Uh, and really, and and they're either going to go LeBron or Steph Curry. And why? This is not a sports show or anything, but how the crap can Steph Curry get MVP when he will not guard a single person? When he's not the best player on his team. He's not, yeah. How can you get the best player in the league when you're not the best on your team? Yeah. I mean, how can you be the best on your team when you won't guard? What that is on the MVP race, Andrew, as another thing we'll digress from, (laughs) is that they also take into fact a winning team. And so... To be the best, most valuable player doesn't necessarily mean you're the best player in the league. It means you're the most valuable in the team trying to win a championship. And there's already, like, LeBron is, look, Westbrook is not probably not the best player in the league, but he is the most, he's having the hottest season. The most the electrifying. League. Yeah. And and he doesn't have a down week. Like No, he doesn't have a down day. From a fantasy perspective, like, because he's the most expensive player play on FanDuel and DraftKings is Westbrook. Um, 
by like a couple thousand. Like it's not even close between him and LeBron James. And so like it's because Westbrook last night he got 67 fantasy points where the average like you're trying to get 30 to 40 and you're good. And so you got Westbrook who's got 67. I mean that's just like doggone well, crazy. Bro. Well, yeah, I mean, when you're getting assists, rebounds, and that was in a blowout points, game, I think. So it wasn't a blowout actually. Oh, well, well, it was one twenty-two to one hundred four. So I mean, I guess there's fifteen, but he played most of the game. sixteen points. I'm thinking of a different game that was like blowout. Anyway, so yeah, so he's having the best season. I think, obviously, I'm a Thunder fan, so he should. I get, know it's he should get the MVP race. But even if he doesn't, man, like I'm just so glad he stayed at least for this year. Right. I'm sure, he's going to. At some point, move on. I don't know. I think uh, this guy rallied him to keep him in. Keep and I think OKC will front the money now because that's bringing viewership to them and bringing ticket sales to them, mm-hmm. which is making them a whole lot more money than KD ever made them. Right. Well, he's he's much more outspoken. You know, he's he's got a better personality. Like KD, once he's gone to the Warriors, now he's cussing in his right. post game press conferences and stuff. Like, it's just yeah, like, he's become a league's ba- uh, bad man. Yeah, he, and that's so funny. Like when they, whenever, like they're playing the Thunder, like in the next week or two, I think they're coming back, and they made this persona like that we left him. You know, like if you break up with your girlfriend, you can't be mad at your girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like we fronted the money. He had. Every, he actually took. I think he took less money to go to Golden State. But uh, but you can't come back and be like, oh my gosh, they're calling him Cupcake. But look, the Warriors beat the Thunder by twenty. Well, yeah, he they call him Cupcake because he went to the other because he was had, soft. Had an right. MVP player also, and like not all stars on the team. Right, right. The and entire starting squad were all stars. Westbrook was the only all star player on the Thunder this year, and so right. if he can be taking the Thunder to where it is right now, I mean, basically they'll be in the playoffs. They will get to the playoffs, yeah. And they may, I, they'll at least make it second round playoff, I think. I, well, They're playing Houston, most likely. We're either, yeah, either gonna play Houston or Golden State or possibly the Spurs. It I depends think on what seeding we get. But right now we're sixth out of eight. The Spurs are number two, but Spurs are number are, one. They're on number one now. They were on a They're hot, number one in the NBA. Bro. The the Golden State they lost like six in a row or four in a row or something like that. They're, yeah, the Spurs, passed them. the Spurs passed ten games. They won nine of them. So with all of this going on, it would be awesome if we could play them, Golden, Golden State round one playoffs. Now I think it's we'll play Houston and then we'll play Golden State. And I think I don't know. James Harden is a beast. I would love for him to come back. But to James Oklahoma, Harden also he a one man show. He is a. I mean, he's getting some triple doubles this year, but he's he's not a defender. And he, he can have off nights. He can go, like, on a fantasy perspective right. where he only has, like, 10 points and three rebounds or something. So Westbrook's not that guy. The offense runs through Westbrook. He He's the one that creates shots for other people, you know, and he's oh, not yeah. afraid to pass it. So He's pulling two, three defenders to him every shot. So in saying that, what's really bad, Andrew, is we got, like, so pumped up and excited more talking about <laughs> – Westbrook. Westbrook than we have about Jesus. Oh, no. He's an idol. Hey, I said sorry, God, before we started this, because oh, so I knew exactly where we were going. That makes everything better. We yeah, because if you say sorry, you can't be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> if I start out by saying I don't know what I'm talking about, you can't I'm using your logic, Dusty. <laughs> well, 
Well, well that's what we learned today, Andrew. Yeah. All right. Well, actually, we we covered my point. Uh, you kind of agree with it, you know, the whole Christian company. You know, I don't shop. Yes, if I see that you're a Christian, I am going to definitely put you on my list to check out. But I am not necessarily going to shop with you. That's just my deal. Where some people are like, well, if you don't support Christian companies, how are you supporting Christians? Or how can but you I would say, say as a Christian company, like you should strive to be more excellent in your product, in your business practices. And so sometimes you can be a Christian company and then they use that as a, we don't have to be perfect or we don't have to now, be a great product. Right. We're a Christian company, so you still should support us. And I want to caveat that. And I want to like Hobby Lobby, like Mardell's, and like Chick-fil-A. They're all secular companies. Well, except minus Mardell. They're <laughs> Mardell's a secular co- company. They only sell Christian products. <laughs> right. Minus Mardell. And no, they sell teacher products. Oh, they gosh. are they are a teacher store for the most part. I mean, they're a Christian bookstore, but mm-hmm. every teacher I talk to, they go to Mardell's for their supplies. Okay. Uh, but Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby, they're both secular companies, but... They put God first, and they make sure the public knows that. They're closed on, I mean, shoot, I don't know when Hobby Lobby closes. I know they're not open Sunday, or I don't think they're open Sundays. But Chick-fil-A, they're not open Wednesday nights so that their employees can go to church. And they're not open on Sundays, again, so employees can, and it's not so employees can go to church. It's so that employees can observe the Sabbath. So what about the people who want to eat on Sunday? Jesus fed 5,000 people He didn't. It didn't matter what day it was. Eat at home. Have a family meal. Right? That's always the worst. Every time I want to go to Chick-fil-A, it's, it seems like it's always on a Sunday. All right. Sunday or Wednesday. That's when I Because I'm out go. with the family doing something. You know, we're out going hiking or whatever, and on the way back, like, let's get some food. Oh, Chick-fil-A. We're, we're all the way on this side of town. Nope. No Chick-fil-A for us. Right. Although Chick-fil-A is on the west side of Tulsa now, and you live on the west side of Tulsa. Andrew? You You can no longer make that excuse that I have to go all the way to the other side of town. Either way, I still have to put clothes on and I still have to get in the car. So it don't matter if it's 10 miles or 5 miles. I forget you like walking around naked. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a a view for you viewers. Just like Adam and Eve, baby. (laughs) You want to experience Jesus in his purest form? Don't eat an apple. Don't eat an apple. (laughs) let's leave it on that have a good week guys (laughs) 